On today's incredible installment of your ITM pod, we're at the midway point of the NFL season, and we have some midseason rewards to give out. The NBA has a start date. Notre Dame proves that we just can't have nice things, and there's some people putting Christmas trees and decorations up already. Is it too early? Is it too early? Welcome to episode 45 of Inside the Minds. I am Matt. Uh, welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome back. Welcome to our new listeners. Chris, you have some beautiful eyes. Uh, I'll introduce Chris first. Chris, you can follow him Hi. at Chris Woonenberg on Instagram and Twitter. Chris, how are you? Today? On the yes, spot. Why I you sure that? did. Yes, absolutely. The last time someone put me on the spot was freshman year of college at Northern. And you it was during out? a speech class. Oh, so yeah, you did have to put out. <laughs> uh, I, I almost left the class and just said, screw it, I'm failing. I can see that. I hate speaking. I hate talking in front of people so much. Yeah, here you like, are. Like, this, it's awful. Like, but you're speaking in I front think, of our broad audience. No, I think the like worst thing possible I think, right for, now. Me, <laughs> for me is to record something and then put it out there and potentially for someone else to hear my voice. That's the worst thing. I like that's my worst nightmare. I don't know why I would ever do that. Well, you've been doing it for yeah. about 45 episodes now, so yeah, 45. It's really been 45 episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It is the non-presidential episode. Ooh, but I'm Ooh. sorry to start that uh, start it that way. <laughs> oh, um, you just lost <laughs> half of our listeners. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It's okay. It's all right. It's the stress of the election just going away. I am never watching CNN anymore. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bart, you can hey, follow sir. Bart at, shut up, hold on, at Bart underscore K19 on Twitter. Follow him there. Bart, how are you, sir? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm well rested compared to last week. Yes, you are. You where have, I thought you are. I was I thought very, I was gonna die. Very beautiful eyes, very beautiful long hair. Thanks. Well, yeah, I don't have long hair, but you okay. don't. It's there though. It's there. And then last but not certainly not least, uh the the, the semi talented and not so beautiful Mr. Uh, well at K Barton thirty four on Instagram. Kevin, how are you today? Well, I would just like to point out that my mom is one of our 17 listeners, so you just hurt her feelings. But it's oh. okay. She is Lisa, dying no, she's laughing. Right now, Lisa, she's if laughing. you are listening, yep. we all 100%. love you. Um, we like you better than Kevin. So Yeah, that is factual. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. It's been a good week. I've loved this weather. I got I got start running since our last episode, so that's been cool. But now oh, it's nice. going to be cold again this week. What's your also, fastest just, mile ever? So just uh, run around your house. mile ever? 506. That's Ooh. so weak. My fastest I, mile ever was like 10 minutes, but I was like 200 pounds. So I, I could do two a, miles in the time. <laughs> I drove okay. a mile in 30 seconds once. Nice. I have two, naturally. Um, <laughs> it's a fun time. Uh, I went zero to 60 in like 20 seconds. I don't know if that counts. Oh, uh, that's, that's not good. That's <laughs> very slow. That is real bad. Were you on a bicycle going downhill? Yeah, uh, that is yeah, a little bit better. Do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're going 60 miles an hour on a bike. That's impressive in itself. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it's strong. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, oh, by the way, we did go golfing again. Uh, sorry, we didn't, you know, Instagram it, but I, uh, I sucked again. Uh, Kevin sucked some more. Bart, hey, I did well yesterday, though, when I went without you guys. So. Bart just put too much of his muscles, and you know, if Bart, if you want to show your show the people your muscles, it's every swing, and 
They just went over the over the hole, and Chris did, you know, PGA things. So I actually felt like I didn't do that bad. So no, you didn't. I was, no. but but I was hitting line drives, which is super frustrating. But since it was just a par three, like that was it actually it was okay. <laughs> How do you get hide under this? All two. How the hell do you get hide under this? All three. Chris, how do I get hide under this? Hole four. I got hide under it. Hole five. Oh, there goes the height. <laughs> the one time he did get hide on the ball, he went past the hole. So right. Yeah. Careful what you wish for. That and and I made it over the lake. So I almost did. Me and Kevin actually, you know, put it in the at the in the very end of the pond. Oh, so yesterday <laughs> the course I played had two water hazards um, on hole nine and eighteen. Hazards, hazards, hazards. <laughs> Oops, words are hard, guys. Uh, but no, the first one on nine, I hit it in the water, hundred percent hit it in the water. I felt so good about my swing. I was like, oh, this one clear easy. Hit hit the middle of the water. I was like, oops. But on 18, we we were playing Twilight match. We started at 2. We were at 5 o'clock on hole 18. It was completely dark outside. Could not see the water hazard at all, and I freaking clear it. Are you learning yeah. fancy golf terms? I am. That's nice. I am. I am all here for it. But, yeah, I, I cleared it. I was happy. First time clearing water hazard. I was here for it. Fixed my trap yesterday. Growing up in front of our eyes. Good day. Yeah, when you start hitting them and hitting the ball really well and hitting it where you want to. It your depth perception of the golf ball is really weird because it looks like you're just you're just blowing the ball past any target that you're trying to hit, and then it hits pretty much exactly where you wanted it to. And it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Ooh, that was me on hole ten yesterday with a seven iron as a par three. I was like, this is going to go way too far. It literally. How far it, was it? It was one sixty three. Um. I landed Is it downhill. No, it was uphill. Uphill. Seven iron, one sixty-three. Yeah, it. Jesus. Farther than than most of my drives yesterday, but it landed five feet from the hole. It was a beautiful shot, and then I still. You know, the next time that you go, you missed the birdie putt. I did. (laughs) No, (laughs) this is not going to happen next time you golf with us. Oh, I'm so upset. I, I mean, I fixed my swing yesterday. We're making progress here. My drives are beautiful. My iron game still needs some work. My putt game is terrible, but it's the drive. That's what's. Kevin, you know it's a good thing. For. You know exactly. it's a good thing to drink while you golf. I only had one white claw. Uh, well, I was gonna say truly lemonades. Um, oh, you yeah. know, if they would have had that at that course, I would have <laughs> had it because I actually do like truly lemonades more than white claws now. Absolutely, same. I did it so way back when. I don't know if this episode even exists anymore. Whatever, don't even not. go back and try. That's fine. Uh, I reviewed a truly lemonade. It was terrible. Then I had it a couple of months later, and they fixed it. I love it now. And truly, if you're listening, I'm gonna start tweeting at you guys again because you need to sponsor our our pod. Um, all and beautiful people. You are, and Kevin has a review for one of your truly lemonades. I sure do. And so, it, it is a truly great review. It is truly great. And please, truly listen in. <laughs> so <laughs> I was between the mango and the black cherry for which I was in a review, but I love black cherry stuff. I eat black cherry Greek yogurt every day. That's my my thing. So try the black cherry truly lemonade hard seltzer. Right, it's a seltzer too. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, correct. That's what it's called. I don't it have one a, in front of me, so like it I is a truly lemonade hard seltzer. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, Matt, like said, it was really sugary the first time we had it. I didn't think it was overpoweringly sugary this time. I thought it was good. It is not. No. Like you can actually like taste the like natural black cherry flavor coming out. 
not too sugary. It actually, I think it tastes better than lemonade. Wouldn't you agree, Matt? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And it's like it's used. It has a sweetener in there that when I first tried it, it was a very strong sweetener taste. I don't know, like it's it tasted like a diet, but now it's like I don't know, I don't know. It's just it's so good. It's so yeah, good. Now it tastes I love like it. natural sugar, <clears throat> natural. I mean, natural black cherries, nice seltzer taste to it. I was a huge fan of it. I'm going to buy some more tomorrow. So love to hear it. And vastly different from Matt's original rating of this, which was I think a four point six. It wasn't bad. It was bad. But I'm we're gonna change going to change that. Give this a nine point five. I'll give it a nine point six and a half. See, I was going to go nine point six, but I was hesitant. I thought that was too yeah. high. We'll just give it a nine point six because it's great and truly, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. That was the the truly great uh, one of our yeah. truly great reviews. Absolutely, and yeah, we'll tweet at you. We'll send you some pictures. It was Talk truly dirty, amazing. truly, 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 absolutely, truly, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Truly amazing. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, truly lemonade, nine point six out of ten. Uh, Kevin just changed it from a nine point five. But moving on. So like I said, there's um, we're at the, the mid season, midway point of the NFL season. Um, we'll 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 talk about you know we'll go on our rants in, in a second. But mid season awards for football. What do you guys think? So there's I'm gonna you know we're gonna go on a fire sale fire. Fire, uh, fire round right over here. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, just whatever. You could do offensive or defensive, MVP, and then, you know, your biggest disappointment, offensive, offensive player of the year. Chris, go. Russell Wilson, who's also the MVP. I think whoever wins the offensive and offensive player of the year is going to win the MVP. I think that's the way it just is. I don't remember the last time a defensive player of the year won the MVP, to be honest. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor did, yeah. When was that? Uh, while you caught, while you talk, I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson is putting up numbers that only what a handful of quarterbacks in NFL history have ever put up. I don't, I don't see, especially through the midway part of the season. Yeah, they did lose to to Buffalo, but he still did. Ha- he still had a great game. Doesn't discredit his effort. Um, but I think whether he wins it or not, I think the offensive player of the year is going to win the MVP just because that's what history kind of tells us. Uh, 1986 was when Lawrence Taylor was uh, won the MVP award. So they haven't had a defensive player of the year or defensive player win the MVP in 34 years now. 35. Yeah, and essentially this is definitely not the year that we're going to get a defense. No, he 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 no recorded 21, well 20 and a half sacks. There was a half a sack just missing, but uh he was also played defensive player of the year. Uh the Giants finished 14 and 2 that season. I mean, he put up monster numbers that season. I don't think we'll ever see that again. But yeah, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. So you rookie said rookie of the year, rookie of the year Justin Herbert. For sure. Um, I think that if it wasn't for, you know, blowing three 17 point leads and then having uh, having two last second touchdowns get called back, the Chargers are one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah, I, it, I think, it's crazy to think that they're all, they're two and six right now. I think they could easily be six and two. 
But their division is absolutely insane as well, yeah, too. That doesn't help them. It'll keep getting insane. It'll it will. Keep getting it more will. Insane. I, I think seven and one's still... obviously a stretch, but it's it's like it, it feels like it's it would have still been a possibility. Justin Herbert, if he's on a decent team, if he's on a middle of the pack team with a great defense and a great offensive core, and that they're just looking for that quarterback piece that they've never had in their franchise history to not say any names of teams. I think they're a Super Bowl contender easily. Yeah, I, th- I think they will be contending in like the next two, three years. No, Herbert I, has I'm just saying, incredible. like, I'm just saying they, gotta, they were on that they type gotta, of team. Yeah, they got to fix their secondary again because they're going to, they traded away uh, that guy in the Titans that. Fumble to, took that fumble of the house. Desmond King. Desmond King, yeah. They got to fix their secondary again. Um, I'm hopefully uh, Derwin James comes comes back healthy. So uh, hopefully yeah, all those things come into play. He's but, had a couple season-ending injuries. Right. Um, oh, unfortunate. Defensive player of the year. What do you think, Chris? That one I really don't know. I mean, Aaron Donald has been – the guy in the league, at least from my perspective, that he has been showing that he is he can carry the Rams defense this year. He's having a special year. To be, I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't paid too much attention to the defensive side of the ball, especially with individual players. Betting, betting is a completely different story. But as far <laughs> as but as far as paying attention to individual players, Aaron Donald feels like he's the only one that pops up. Consistently, yeah, I'd have to go with him. Correct, that's true. Um, all right, Bart, we'll go to you. Offensive player of the year first. Uh, man, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like I think this this could be the year. I I I do really like uh, Russell Wilson as an MVP option, but Dalvin Cook has been absolutely insane. Uh, he uh, he missed a couple games, and he's still leading the league in rushing with eight fifty eight. I mean, that's halfway through. Is he I mean, lead, leading in touchdowns too? Rushing touchdowns? Uh, yes, yes, he is. He, he's leading in rushing touchdowns too. I mean, he he legit is the Vikings' offense. So, and and honestly, I think he does. Uh, deserve consideration for MVP as well too, because no one else is working on the Vikings' offense besides Dalvin Cook, and I have him on my fantasy team, and he is my MVP without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. I like that. That's good. So, he's your offensive player of the year and MVP. Yeah, yeah, I'll take right. him for both. All right, defensive player of the year. Uh, yes, that's that's tough. Um, because <laughs> I feel like. No one's really been performing that well on defense, uh, other than the Steelers and every now and then the the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, so you know what? I'll I'll, I'll take a Bucks player though. I'll take uh, Devin White. Ooh, what he's, a good pick! He's been a stud this year. You would he's, you would take White over Levante David? Yes. Interesting. Levante David's so. right there, but Devin White has exploded onto the scene in the second yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devin White has has 82 tackles right now. Jesus, it's only halfway through the season. Yeah, uh, Levante David has has 67. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, their 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 inside linebacker core is absolutely incredible. But I think I think Devin White gets gets the the edge athletic wise as well too. So he's getting more and more responsibility yeah. on the bus. Uh, I like your pick so far, Bart. It's nice. And then rookie of the year, uh, Justin Herbert. I wasn't a fan of him. I feel like it's going to be unanimous. I mean, unless Kevin says Tua, but Kevin doesn't. Kevin, I, Tua I doesn't. told you all Herbert was the truth. I was on this train when he got drafted. I mean, well, but I man, was not. I, I, I will say, I mean, Justin Herbert's probably going to, he's going to be my rookie of the year. I mean, even though the Chargers suck, he's proving to be a solution. So uh, he's the, the truth. truth. Yeah, I'm not picking him, great. but he is the oh. truth. He right. is so good, and he and he can rush the ball too. He is everything I I I hoped Trubisky was. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. he's a bit better. So, uh, Joe Burrow's right there too. It's just he's on a shittier team. He is, but he's working so hard to get his. Like he is, he is you no can, quitting him. You can tell that team wants to play for him though. So there's. Yeah, I mean, except for Carlos Dunlap, which left, so fuck him. It doesn't matter. And AJ Green, but he, I don't know, he actually started playing a little bit. He did. He did, which is good. But, um, all right, Kevin, go. Offensive player of the year. All right, so offensive player of the year is going to be Pat Mahomes with the MVP going to Tom Brady. Okay. I mean, he might have had his chances after last night, but, like. He absolutely did. Um, Uh, He will have another game or two like that. Uh, it's saying, fine, man. but he's still in conversation not right fine now. The MVP race. I still think he's going to pull it out, but Pat Mahomes is going to get offensive MVP. Don't wave me off. Dalvin Cook <laughs> Dalvin Cook would have been my other choice if Barton picked him. Um, defensive player of the year. This one's easy. I don't know how you both struggled with this, but it's TJ Watt, clearly. Yes. TJ Watt's yes, a my freaking animal. Absolutely. Um, and he's a big part of the reason why the Steelers are undefeated right now. Um, yeah, him and Bud Dupree have been so good. Yeah, yeah but, I don't know how I didn't think of him. Yeah, that's mean, defense is dirty. He literally, for an edge rusher, he has seven sacks, but he also has 20 solo tackles. Like, that's for an edge rusher, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's that's great. Yep, he's an animal. Um, my rookie of the year is. I'm going to, I hate that I'm going to say this because I thought he's going to be a bust. I really thought he was going to be a bust. Joe Burrow. All right. Fair enough. I like it. Uh, he just beat the Titans this past week um, or a week ago. Um, and he's shown so much promise, so much upside with a terrible freaking team. Him and uh, T. Higgins, like they've been I, yeah. constantly I he'd hooking be up. Like a- Cry baby about it and everything, but he's he's he's, he's doing really well. He's like, going out, so he's a good coach Joe, too. Joe Burrow actually leads the league in passing yards this year. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's why I think Joe Burrow is going to end up winning rookie of the year with his the supporting cast he has and the team he was on and what everyone's expecting him to do. He's blown those expectations out of the water. He wouldn't even think Justin Herbert was going to start this year, and if it wasn't for a freak accident, he wouldn't be. But Joe Burrow was expected to come in and get 200 yards a game and just sh- hopefully show promise. But he's Wait. like, he's an all pro player. Chris, Joe Burrow does not lead the league in passing. He's in Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, he's yeah like, Joe Burrow's eighth. He's eighth. <laughs> he's eighth. Yes. He was third right. going into this week. So, yeah, Matt, well, Ryan, yes. Matt Mahomes, Josh Allen, well, ESPN reports him as first. So, well, uh, I'm the, Bengals, website. the Bengals <laughs> had a bye week this week, um, so that's why he dropped to eighth, but he was third going into the week. Yeah. So he should shoot back up. But, um, yeah, he's a stud, and he looks good, and he's proved me wrong that he's going to be a bust. 
So yeah, are we going to do Coach of the Year biggest disappointment? I think yeah, right, correct. We will. We will. All right, we will do that in a second. Um, but let me go through mine. Offensive Player of the Year for me, Alvin Kamara. The reason why I picked him is he's super dependent. The Saints' offense is super dependent on him so far. He's been he has thirty more catches and two hundred more receiving yards than anyone else in the Saints. Michael Thomas is back. It's gonna take a while to get back there, but for running back, that's that's awesome. That's clutch. I was also gonna say DK Metcalf, but I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Not yet, at least. I wouldn't call him. I don't think a wide receiver can really be an MVP unless your unless your name's Calvin Johnson. No. Right, which we do, and then you have nineteen. He kind of looks like yards. Calvin Johnson. He he's so an inch shorter. He literally, might honestly end up being a better Calvin Johnson. Oh, let's pump those brakes. We are. Well, he's in his second year. He's putting up similar numbers to him now. And with the way like technology and like athletic training, sport performance has advanced, he's going to be healthier. Than he Calvin is. Johnson. I, I, well, when, what, what age was Calvin Johnson when he ended his career? Like 31. 31. Okay. 31. Yeah. So that's crazy. And he's 35 right now. Calvin Johnson would be better than a lot of receivers today. And DK Metcalf, if he keeps up his like training regimen and stuff like that, and he's fast too. He's going to get double, tripled, but he is so good. But I mean, I'm going to stick with Alvin Kamara. Uh, my defensive player of the year, um, I, <sighs> I mean, Kevin already took T.J. Watt. I was going to do that, but I'll say Miles Garrett. No, twin with um, me. Twin all right, that's fine. T.J. Watt. T.J. Yeah, Watt's cool. Like I said, I mean, 20 solo tackles <laughs> all together, seven and a half sacks or seven sacks. I'm sorry. But, I mean, although I would consider Miles Garrett, he actually is tied for lead leading uh, in sacks with Aaron Donald with nine. So that's huge. I mean, plus I, Aaron Donald's probably going to be in the consideration because, I mean, as an interior lineman, he's he's a lot better than a lot of edge rushers nowadays. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Rookie of the year to me, Justin Herbert. You know, it's like I said, Chargers suck, but he's probably going to be the solution. MVP is Russell Wilson. He has 20 touchdowns through eight games. That's just absolute insanity to me, um, especially through – I mean, that's essentially three and a half – he's a game, which is great. I mean, you're either going to get three or four every game from him, consistent basis. He had a really bad game against the Bills, but whatever. doesn't matter. He'll bounce back. Um, coach of the year, I'll go first. I'm going to say, as, as <laughs> if he keeps this up, Mike Tomlin, because he deserves it. That man is amazing. He keeps the locker room together. He's awesome. Bart, who's your coach of the year? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's uh no he's fraud of the year anyway moving on fraud of the year yeah that that sounds a lot better we're gonna take his coach of the year award and give it to Vic Fangio and then he will continue to be a uh, three time fraud of the year oh I'll say uh Pete Carroll all right see I love Pete Carroll as a human being. Yeah, he just got extended as well too for another yeah, four years. He's gonna he's gonna retire with the Seahawks, yep. which is awesome. That's their plan. Yep, they're gonna have to buy so many packs of gum for that guy. Oh my god! It's <laughs> part Chris, of his contract. Chris, who's your coach of the year? Pete Carroll, just because it makes people mad. It makes I don't know. Me happy. Well, well, that makes me happy. Why do people make? Why does it make people mad? I don't know. I just I just feel like it would. Okay. You <laughs> know who would make people mad? That's Matt Lafleur. That makes with, people mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt LaFleur makes people mad. I mean, that guy, mate. <laughs> <If he's... laughs> listen, listen. Doug Peterson. 
If the Eagles win the East. Hot take. Hot take. Cliff Kingsbury. No. Uh, okay. Let no, me actually make me super let me actually angry. give my take before you guys really add before you guys accidentally say the person I'm going to say, Joe Healy. Let me say my take. Sean McDermott. John Harbaugh. Brian Flores. I was he was my second choice. I was actually gonna Brian pick him. Freaking Flores. His decision to bench Fitzpatrick because they were within shot of the AFC East title right now to go with Tua was so ballsy and has paid off in the first two games. It might well, the payoff. first game, not really. He, well, they're sitting at five and three now. Two is one. Well, the first, what do you mean the first game? He played Tua played so well against the Rams. I mean, yeah. that he was really for 93 good. Ninety-three yards. He got the I, win though. He did. He got the, the win. It doesn't really matter. That's all right. that matters. First first he played pretty game, well. Acceptable. But this last game, he balled out. He's two and he zero. Did. The Dolphins are now at five and three. They're within one game of the division. Who would have thought that, that we a, would have? Who would have thought that we would be talking about the Cardinals and the Dolphins as a good game? Like that's crazy. Yeah. that's absolutely insane. Yeah, that's exactly. good for them. It's so, amazing. But yeah, yeah I, I'm going with Brian Flores. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think the Bills or the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to win the AFC East because the Bills have started to look like Dookie the last three weeks. So I think it's going to be Brian Flores. I do like Pete Carroll though. I love Pete Carroll. If you ever hear him do an interview. Love the guy, and if he wins, I'm gonna be happy about it. Chris, your your biggest disappointment through the halfway point of the season. Biggest disappointment? Oh shoot, I had this up. The Jets. <laughs> no, well, are they the really Jets. a disappointment? I mean, they're that's their expectation. They're, they're actually overachieving right now because they're beating the Patriots. So yeah, let's not talk about. But it's only seventeen twenty now, so it's okay. I mean, and, uh, that's still beating it, them. So is is Joe Flacco elite or I'm just kidding. We're not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> He's elite at being garbage. Okay, it's fair enough. Uh the biggest disappointment for me definitely I would just have to go with the Cowboys. And the thing is is that they have such high expectations every year and rightfully so, they should. They have a quarterback which should be making 30 million next year. They have a wide receiver core that they all have potentials to be pro bowlers. And yes, C.D. Lamb has the potential to be a pro bowler. Heck yeah. Yeah, I love C.D. Lamb. He's, he's great. Zeke's an all-pro if he wants to be. He's been all- yeah, yeah, he, when he, he doesn't want to be right and, now. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, when he wants to be, he can be the greatest running back of all time. And when he doesn't want to be, he can be a third stringer on Carolina. You know, like... It, 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 you just don't know what you're going to get out of him depending on his mood. So their, their defense showed up against Pittsburgh. I'll give them that. And uh, I don't know. The Cowboys just have such high expectations. I, I kind of feel bad for Jerry Jones because he's doing what he can, but it's just always that one missing piece that just can't get it right, and it always just seems to be the head coach. He can't just get the the best guy in there or a good guy for that team, and it's a it's a it's a big big market there too. So I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with with how they play. I feel like that's it makes me feel like, and I know I've said this in the past couple episodes. The Cowboys remind me so much of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have all these high expectations. They invest in their players in so many ways 
but when it comes down to execution and doing what you're supposed to do and you know making that next step they just can't do it when it comes to a very defense. fair comparison a very very fair comparison Cowboys defense is so bad. It's incredible. Bart, who's your biggest disappointment of the year? Man, there are so many options this year, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, there can be. Uh, no, there there are. Man, <laughs> like uh, the, the Cowboys, Patriots, uh, Texans, Falcons, Vikings. Um, yeah, no, there's there's a lot to choose from this year. And you the entire one. NFC East. I'll pick one. I will pick the Vikings. Um, I actually thought that they were going to win the division this year. I picked them to win the division as well. I did. Kevin, you were there. all did. Yeah. <laughs> their their defense is atrocious. Kirk Cousins sucks. I I mean I I knew that part already. <laughs> you just thought the rest um, of the team was good. Right, right. I mean, I, Dalvin Cook is having an absolute monster year. So besides, besides him, like you, you, you legit can't play any better than Dalvin Cook is right now. If they were winning, I think he'd be the front runner for MVP. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But you know, and they, and they lost Stefan Diggs, but it's not like Tony Jefferson isn't playing bad. Is it? No, it's. What's this? Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Not Tony Jefferson. Which is actually putting up some pretty good stats, too. He's replacing Stefan Diggs nicely. Not quite to that same level, but he's doing his his best. By the way, did you guys know that Stefan Diggs uh, leads the league in receiving yards with over a little over 830? Who? Stefan Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, because that's the only target Josh Allen has, but that's not the point. Bart, go on, sir. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and well, okay. Adam so Thielen, nugget in there. Adam Thielen was, has been absolutely awful. He's had like two good games. If that, I, I'm not too sure if he scored a touchdown this year. He probably did. Uh, he but, had like 36 fantasy points in one week. That was week one against the Packers because I was playing against him in fantasy. And two <laughs> touchdowns, like 170 yards. I wanted to throw everything in the, the restaurant I was at. Of course, yeah. he only has one good game. It's against my fantasy team. It's fine. Well, unfortunately, besides that game, he hasn't been that good either. So, yeah, I want to. I want to take the Vikings, especially since uh, Mike Zimmer is a defensive coordinator, and his defense is is doing nothing for that team. Evan, what is your biggest disappointment, good sir? I think we all know mine. We're watching them right now. Um, they're losing to. Joe Flacco in the Jets. Well, that's because he's elite. Uh, something like that. Uh, yeah. So it's <laughs> and 100%. Frank and Frank Gore still. You know, he's he's still running hard. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. This is insane. So, yeah, man, this this would be a great team if it was 2010. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, mine's the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick. We talked about the last couple of weeks. He needs Tom Brady. Tom Brady does not need Bill. Um, Although yesterday, you know, all right, I'll let you finish. Go no, on. No, that was not Tom Brady issue, but go finish. Yeah, Six let minutes. me finish. Stop interrupting me, sir. Yeah, um, three interceptions. So the Patriots, their defense has been terrible in last the last couple of years. That's what they've been focused on was being a good defensive team. Their defense has been trash. I get they had a couple of players opt out this season. Still shouldn't be that bad. They're down to pretty much all backup offensive linemen this year. Uh, Cam Newman, first two. 
week to the season, he looked good. He was determined to come out and prove that he's still an MVP caliber quarterback, and he wanted to win MVP in this year, take the Patriots to the playoffs. All they're sitting at two and five, possibly going to go to two and six tonight. They're going to give the Jets their first win. Yeah. Well, now I'm like, I don't want the Patriots to lose. I want them to win. I want them to somehow pull off a miraculous uh, nine game into the season and finish 11 and five, make the playoffs. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm going to hope for what's best for the franchise and that they actually lose both their games to the Jets this season and don't want another game the rest of this year so they can get Trevor Lawrence. That's what I think happens. Two is going to have a career game against the Patriots, too. That would be a scheme. Absolutely. I mean, Bill would be a genius. He doesn't need no Tom Brady. Bill Belichick is sneaky enough to go do that. But, like, I also, like, I predicted a Tampa Bay New England Super Bowl this year. They're ruining that right now. Freaking trash. I mean, that was that was a stretch. I hear it you. It was, that, but yeah, I thought it would have been cool to have Bill versus Tom in the Super Bowl, and then Tom throws for 568 yards and four touchdowns and rapes the Patriots, <laughs> uh, or vice versa. I mean, yeah, probably, but like I had high hopes, but yeah. So that's my biggest disappointment, though. Patriots. I'm glad that you brought up Trevor Lawrence because I wanted to bring something up to switch over to college football. Uh, because fun stat of the day is that Notre Dame has been playing football, playing uh, competitive college football since 1887. With their win against Clemson on Saturday, it still marks that they have never lost a conference game in their program history. So what, what conference were they in before they actually went into the ACC this year? This this is the first time they've ever been in a conference. Oh, look at <laughs> look at that! <laughs> that's amazing. That was their first I, that's, game. that's what I was thinking. I was trying to piece it all together in my brain. I was like, wait a second. It wasn't their first conference game, but still. But anyway, I wanted you guys to react to something really that quick. That was a curveball. So. As we all know, Notre Dame pulled off what some would call an upset against number one Clemson on Saturday night, uh, which my eyes is another topic, another discussion for another day. Um, I think they propelled themselves on at least the top two, which they did in the college football playoff ranking. If they're not, uh, if they're not number one, Alabama will be for sure. But I yeah. think it's Alabama, Notre Dame, but yeah. Alabama's um, one. Clemson's four. Um, as we know, the the uh, the Notre Dame students stormed the field after after their win, and and again, we can't, a bit why of we can't have things. Like well, obviously, why that would cause such an we let what? Matt make his pick because it's like we picked and then Matt did it. Oh, it's fine. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I was going to say the Seattle defense, but go on, Chris. It's okay. <laughs> okay, that one's that one's completely fair though. Yeah, the Seattle um, defense because they could very well be undefeated, but you know, it doesn't. You know, defense ain't making that happen. <laughs> so as we know, and I just want you guys to react to this when I'm done. Notre Dame students did storm the field after after that big win. Like, why wouldn't you? Right? Why wouldn't you celebrate a big win like that with your friends, with your students, and just go crazy with it? Christopher, except that is a great question. A, except we're in a pandemic. 
And there's your right. answer. Right. So <laughs> Notre Dame's president. Um, trying to get his name here. Were the players really on the field quick. too? No, they were told to go oh, like in the locker room as fast as possible. So Ryan Kelly Reverend, just told them to go. <laughs> the Reverend John Jenkins, who is the president of Notre Dame, uh, issued a statement on behalf of the university saying, I'm not going to read this verbatim, but essentially like we're proud of our school. We're proud of our student athletes for, for pulling off this big win and essentially putting us back on the map. But with the students that storm the field, essentially that if they don't show up for their scheduled testing time and follow through with it, um, they could be they could be put on an academic hold, which means that they can't register yep. register for classes for the next semester. So also means that with the holidays coming up, that they have to pass a COVID nineteen test before they can even leave South Bend. And if they get caught leaving South Bend without having the proper testing done, a hold could be put on that. And on top of that, if there are just the parties and whatnot. Like, obviously that's just been a thing throughout colleges, throughout, throughout the nation that there could be sanctions on those students. So essentially without a negative COVID-19 test, these students are pretty much threatened with not being able to come back in the, in the spring semester. If they don't, if they don't comply with these regulations, that's great and all, right? During COVID nineteen, the problem with it is the super hypocrite or um, hypocritical. The hypocritical. You're Why? Right. You might ask because the Notre Dame president is only five weeks removed from attending a White House event without a mask that was linked back to an unfortunate COVID nineteen outbreak after the event. So the hypocrisy behind this is unbelievable. He's saying you can't leave until you pass a test. You can't do anything except be a student at the University of Notre Dame. And you can't even you can't even actually be a student at Notre Dame two months from now if you don't do do the proper testing procedures. So what do you guys think about this? Because I want to get your thoughts on this before we move on. I'm fine with it. I'm good. I'm cool. You guys should have done that. COVID's raging right now. There's no reason that should have even been done. The ushers around the field got to do better. You guys suck. Like, what are you even there for, first of all? Um, I mean, there was cops. There was police there probably, too. There was security everywhere. They could have stopped this. They could have literally not put really. a sign up on the wall. They could have put a sign up on the board. Many people, Matt. I understand you that. Not I get that it. Many people, and it's not the ushers' fault. It's not the cops' fault. It's the students' irresponsibility. Uh, Basically, it's also true, but they they could have done something in order to avoid who, this. Like, what? Shoot somebody? I, <laughs> sure. I mean, I would. So, Matt, pull Matt, my clock. Pop, wait, pop. wait, 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 Matt, come up with a solution right now. For what? Stor- well, that's how much Europe time you've the- had. No, stop. Europe, Europe in the press box. Students are storming the field. Come up with a solution right now. You so when the score seconds. was when it was, you should have put a message no, up on the board. This is after. This is after game's over. Students are storming the field. What's your uh, solution to stop them? But uh, that's what I'm telling you, is when the score was what it was, well, it was, it was decided to over time. You know what? Never mind. I don't have a right. solution. I don't have a valid one. That's it what I mean. It's it, like, was, it was double overtime, in, so I get it. When, when you're in that position, and let's say there was 20,000 people there, right? 
and you have maybe 200 ushers, you're basically telling those ushers, hey, you have to make sure a thousand people don't storm the field. So like you shall I, I know not the, pass. I know the idea is good and the thought is good, Lord but it's like yeah. this is on the students at this point. Like you guys gotta know. But yeah, right. I mean I but at the same time, if you're a senior at Notre Dame and you've never got a chance to do this, you don't is it up. worth it? I don't know, man, but I don't know. I, I wasn't a student in that situation. It's a good one by Notre Dame, but I don't know. I think more people are just are getting caught up in the hypocrisy. Uh, let's be honest, Notre though. Dame the hypocrisy has been going on all summer. But it's gotten worse the past couple of weeks. For I mean, some it's reason, literally, it got yeah. cold and then got warm again. People were like, yeah, COVID doesn't exist. Let's take off our masks, go hug each other. Right. Uh, let's go have parties and storm fields and get COVID. And now that's why we By have the way, 125 restaurants have outdoor seating that has a tent over it. So you're not you're inside a tent, but you're outside of the restaurant. Right. So, I mean, we could okay. use this. Right. Yeah, we could use this time to bash that. But I can also say uh, we are past the election, and COVID still does exist. People I'm celebrated the election and then bashed the the celebration of Notre Dame. But, but people had masks on. Come on, now. Oh. we're not gonna go there. So there we're not gonna were, go there. It was but like ninety percent people wore masks. People, so probably really ninety nine percent of the people that were out in the streets celebrating, they were using masks. No, they weren't they social were. distance, but like they were trying to be socially responsible. But then you had the idiots that were they didn't have masks shot masks at the on. Notre Dame game. No, uh, was it required yes. to be. Yeah, it was yeah, required, obviously. But people okay. always take them off. Yeah, because you don't have to have them in your seat, right? Uh, you do unless you're getting or drinking, but you're yeah, also talking to a bunch of twenty-something-year-olds. So. Yeah, so yeah, they because I mean they had the Alabama game on a couple of weeks ago, and people at the Alabama game didn't have their mask on in their Wait, seats. Wait, at the what game? Alabama. Well, that explains it. Okay, there you go. Yeah, no, no. exactly. I mean, they had COVID parties at the start of this, so like. Yeah, what do we do? Yeah. There was. Yeah, it was the shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> like, so like is, yeah, I, I know that the I know if you've heard the news that there was a vaccine that came out from Pfizer that said that it's ninety percent effective through stage three trials. So we will definitely be having an episode or at least a good segment of an episode bashing all the things about COVID that didn't make sense. Everything. <laughs> like Oh, outdoor seating, but you can be in a tent. Like, no. <laughs> but that's another discussion for another day. Or but I don't know. Like, still use cash only, and then they don't clean the cash. The national change shortage. Like, what, that's what is that? <laughs> that's weird. That's weird. there's a lot of weird. Twenty twenty is a huge. It's. <laughs> it's a year it's a sh- huge shenanigan as our sitting current president would say at the end of one of his speeches anyway uh <laughs> not bashing verbatim. anyone verbatim literally <laughs> oh boy i wish we could get political but no we're not going there we're not gonna go no. there no we're not gonna go there we I love you guys do, i'm just cutting it out so don't that's do fine it. yeah we're not gonna do it we're not gonna do it this is the non-presidential episode anyway uh <laughs> but i'm sh- but yeah, I'm for it, Chris. Totally for it. Totally fine with me. I don't care. Me too. Like the last thing I'm gonna say about it, it's like, okay, yeah, he might have made a mistake, but I don't know. 
don't know. He's still trying to do what's best for his university. I also think what the what the biggest like thing that shocked me the most was when you showed us a picture and you posted it on your Twitter. Why is Trevor Lawrence there? He was actually sick. Could have watched it from home. I understand that he's wearing a mask, but he's taking it off when he's talking to people. Buddy, you just had COVID. So like, there was someone that replied to that tweet, clear. and we went back and forth about the COVID protocol. And he's like, well, the ACC has a 10-day quarantine period and then a uh, cardiac uh, cardiac testing period of two to three days. And I'm like, okay, but everybody else in every sport has to do it for 14 days. I looked on this dude's – I don't know if you're listening. Cool. But this is exactly why I didn't reply to you, reply to your last tweet. Like – your profile says you're a physical therapist, so you're <laughs> at least some sort of doctoral level, oh, and you Jesus don't Christ. know about the CDC's 14-day quarantine period. That's why I didn't reply to you, because there's no point. You're an idiot. Okay? It really is. Like, I don't care if the ACC has their own protocol. No, that's complete crap, because you're basically saying that ACC football is above everything else in this nation. I Screw mean, you. ACC football fans believe that. Clemson fans, they believe that South Carolina doesn't believe in science. Let's just throw that out there. So, you are fine listeners from South Carolina. Um, you could, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah, if you can prove me wrong on that claim, I will retract my statement. But y'all don't believe what in science. What science? NASCAR. <laughs> Look, they're making the left turn. Anyway, <laughs> y'all believe in the same size that Alabama does for their COVID parties. Well, like, so, I'm not saying I don't want Trevor Lawrence to play. I'm not saying I don't want anyone to play, but dang, everybody else has to follow the same rules. Why is the ACC above everybody? Especially Why with are his these football mesh conferences mask on? above everybody? Or no, he yeah. wasn't the one with the mesh mask on. Who had the mesh mask? Huh? That was that was a coach. That was one of the coaches too. Yeah. This is all, all this is it's just insane. That was it's Coach incredible. Kelly. It yeah. was was it Coach Kelly? Oh man, a, a couple of mask? his coordinators in his booth had a mesh mask. I don't mask know on. what's worse, a mesh mask with that stupid face shield that clearly just doesn't do anything. It just like, like if you sneeze on it, then you just can't bad, see anything. But... That's the only thing the face shield does. Right. If you sneeze <laughs> on it, what's I, I can guarantee a person that wears that, I'm sorry if I'm calling you out, but you have to listen to this. If you sneeze in the mask, I guarantee you you're also a person that probably takes your hand, wipes it down, and then probably touches another part of your body and then someone else. You probably do. You probably do. Because you can't get a regular mask. Because you can't breathe. I let's, yeah, shut up. This... Let's be honest, the hypocrisy is Absolutely through the roof. With the COVID. hypocrisy behind COVID, no matter what you look at, is through the roof. No matter what side you're on. Correct. And I don't know. Like I don't know if you I know, believe in I know science, I'm getting there's on not a, much hypocrisy there. <laughs> I know I'm getting on a tangent, but it's like yeah, it's just it is ridiculous. nothing with COVID has made sense. You know, right. like Trevor Lawrence is ridiculous. The students storming the field is ridiculous. Yes. Here's my conspiracy theory with this, Trevor Lawrence, though. Clemson knew what they were doing by allowing him to be there. He knew what he was doing by being there. He wants to hurt his draft stock. He does not want the Jets to draft him. He purposely... That is a very wild conspiracy theory. That's a big conspiracy theory. He wants to drop one spot in the draft. Just one spot. I don't think think the Jets are smart enough for that. They're like, yo. They're not, but Trevor Lawrence is hoping. (laughs) 
this Dear guy battled Lord. through COVID. He's he's a strong character. We are going off 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 core right now. That's like, okay. It's <laughs> just what it's just what's inside our minds. Wait, yeah, hold on. it is. You, it is inside our minds. So Matt, do you know right. what Show color title. a Christmas tree is? What? Or, what color? What color is a Christmas tree? Okay, White. first it's green. It's jets green. Is so it perfect it? transition? No, oh, okay. I was that. just gonna say this is all ridiculous. Just horrible. like people, it's a horrible transition. I was we're just transitioning say, to the jets. No, we're not transitioning to the jets part. Shut <laughs> yeah, up. I did it backwards. Mouth. I meant to ask what no, the no jets, jets were, and then you're in the tree. But I'm, I was gonna say <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and the sandstorming the field are ridiculous. Just as people who put up their Christmas decorations and listen to freaking Mariah Carey are ridiculous. Y'all, listen. I'm sorry. Let's not forget about Thanksgiving. The only thing I don't use your bullshit 20, it's 2020, whatever, anything goes. No, 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 no. This is Christmas. We are decorating after Thanksgiving. We are listening to My Air Carry after Thanksgiving. We are listening to Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer after Thanksgiving. Black Friday, y'all can do whatever you want. Those are my two cents. Please, someone. You- so, Matt, what did I send? The podcast in our little snap group a couple weeks ago. I don't care. Some shitty we'll, Christmas song we'll that listen. I will not listen to. Okay, it was Spidey Bells. Phenomenal song. Listen to it. Spider-Man not until made. after Thanksgiving. No, we're going to listen. It's the intro of this episode. So it is. You. I'm oh, okay, so I'm okay. skipping it. Uh, but no. Uh, so I believe that Christmas music has three time periods during the year. One, Christmas in July. You get a solid week of it in July. What the hell did you? <laughs> yeah, you, you heard it. Uh, oh, two, brief. Two <laughs> right before Halloween. Why? I don't know. I, because that's when stuff actually now stuff like pops up in the store in September. Those are two horrible but, like excuses. But no, like once like Christmas stuff starts popping up in stores. Justified to listen to Christmas music for a couple of days. Not like listen to it religiously for the rest of the year. Just a couple of days. Like two or three days you listen to Christmas music. Start feeling the store vibes. Like when you're going into Walmart and you see the Christmas trees when you walk in. You feel it. All right? And then... I will not open your message, by the way. After midnight on Halloween, <laughs> November 1st... <laughs> You listen to Christmas music till December 27th. Can we pause for a second? No. The Jets just got caught with 12 men on the field on a field goal. <laughs> okay. That's pretty Because they, they know. And now the, the Patriots have a first down. <laughs> the Patriots are trying. They know the Patriots are trying to lose this game. So the Jets are like, all right, we're going we're gonna to make you win this game. <laughs> oh. Oh my God, it's gonna be entertaining to watch the Jets Patriots matchups like this one and then the next one because it's literally them trying to lose worse. Like who? We're talking about Christmas right now and your ridiculous takes. We're not talking about the Jets. The Jets don't have airtime right now, Kevin. That was all terrible. Uh, all but terrible. yeah, I don't have my Christmas tree up yet. I haven't decorated my new apartment because I don't know where my tree's going to go. But for it's, it's gonna go somewhere after Thanksgiving. I hope. No, it's it's gonna go up after this week when Austin right. leaves. But no, so typically I leave it up year round. I leave my Christmas decorations up year round. I love the tree. I love like the little happiness it brings. Being able to turn on Christmas lights at night, like, it's great. Um, so like at my old townhouse, like I had it up for three straight years. I love the Christmas tree. I love the happiness. I love so, happy. 
Yeah, I love happy too. After Obviously not. I'm happy all the fucking time. Obviously not. I'm not gonna be happy if someone. No. You're angry right now. Yeah, you are. I'm not angry. Why you're am angry I angry about Christmas? No, yeah. hold on. Chris, you're Chris, before you go. Absolutely. No, no, no. Hold on, Chris. Before you go. Your last name is Grinch. Bart, Bart, I wanna, Grinch. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hear your take on this. I wanna hear your. He doesn't take, have Because I'm very curious. <laughs> I he don't. Does. I I hate Christmas music. So. <laughs> Good. Year round, it doesn't matter. I'm not about Christmas music. Okay, and you're Ebenezer Scrooge over here. I, I, I am. Yes, I, I am willing to work on Christmas. There's people that need to work on Christmas. I, I will do it. Get that double time. Get, Get that, that double time. I'm about it. <laughs> people, that, I'll do it. So, uh, Chris, I don't know what you're listening to. Possibly some. He's definitely right, listening. Carrie. Right, Carrie. Yeah. All right, Carrie. Hey, get it. I, I just, I can't. Can't do it with you guys. Can't do it. It's Man, listen. Y'all are forgetting. Y'all are y'all are forgetting. You are singling out a, a single group of Native Americans. Hey, I love Thanksgiving. I'll throw down so much food and give so much thanks on Thanksgiving. I'll celebrate the day on the day, but Christmas it is two months of my life. Yeah, Christmas, I mean, first I'm... you have Thanksgiving and then you have Black Friday. Wow. Yeah. Hypocrisy. Yeah, well, now it's the, the entire next. month has a COVID. Wait, just a little. Well, yeah. I mean, Black Friday doesn't exist this year. And people, if you are listening, don't go to a store on Black Friday because a lot of stores are actually starting their sales now. If you need anything, go online. Go now. Don't flood a store during a raging pandemic. Boring. Yeah, be responsible. But, yeah. Black Friday also corresponds to the Black Death. What? It's only fitting. Honestly, how funny would it be if you just see like know. people just like <clears throat> on like stuff just to like you know like that's that's their. Wait, Bart, why do I feel violence. like that? Why do I feel like that? You? Well, no, I, I've Bart, never I've never gone shopping care. on Black Friday ever. The people, I've been black shopping the last two years on Black Friday. I've been shop Black Friday shopping the past five or six years. Yeah, I actually enjoy it. I just go to People Watch. I don't go to buy. Cyber Monday is my day. Uh, so me too, Lit. kind of, but I usually go to buy the half price games for boys, my PlayStation. Boys, so. boys, what do they have golf clubs on sale for Black Friday? Touche. Oh, yep. Awesome. Go, That's when I'm Oh, uh, we can oh. take a bro trip. Oh man, we're going to the PGA Superstore. Man, we're going to Golf Galaxy. Okay, wherever that is. Oh, it's right down the road. Perfect. But you know what? It's not too early for. You know what? It's not too early for. Christmas music. Fourth of uh, July. No, oh, that, that Labor Day. America. USA. Halloween. Uh, okay. I was just gonna say Starbucks holiday drinks. Uh, day. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say Starbucks holiday drinks. And Bart, you're still pissed. I understand. You don't like anything in this world. It, it is not <laughs> coffee. I like a lot that of things not in this coffee. world. Uh, unfortunately, Chris, I did try the peppermint mocha. It was my first time buying coffee and drinking it for myself. Um, peppermint mocha does taste like coffee. It has espresso in it, and apparently that's so a different gross. thing from coffee. I don't freaking know, but it, it is. Gross. That it's is terrible. But well, I literally bought it just for the cup. I wanted the cup. I want to be a basic white uh, person. Listen, I want. Yeah, I bought a shot of espresso once. Yeah. <laughs> um, you bought a shot of espresso for yourself? Okay, okay. Well, short story. So, do you guys go on that Washington D.C. trip in eighth grade? No, no. I went to Springfield. I went oh, to well, the zoo. 
I went nowhere. Oh, anyway, so we no got to go to Washington, D.C. in eighth grade. It's fair. Anyway, <laughs> my, my buddy and I were walking around this mall in D.C. because, you know, they thought it would be a good idea for 14-year-olds to walk around a very strange mall in Washington, D.C. I agree. But we, we were like, we've never tried coffee. And they're like, and we're like, hey, can we just get a sample of coffee? Just like the smallest thing you have. And they're like, you mean like a shot of espresso? And we're like, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. So we each got a shot of espresso and we just drank it. It was so gross. And I'm not saying that's why I don't like coffee, but it was so gross and so strong. But the sugar high was something I've never had in my life. It was yeah, you're not really high. supposed to have espresso by itself. Oh, it's just, it was isn't awesome. It, isn't that more of a caffeine yeah, high? Caffeine I mean, that's just high. pure that's, caffeine. caffeine. You literally you put, you put it high, as a shot in your coffee to, yeah. Uh, to, oh, it to... was so awesome! But that night we slept so good. <laughs> I must have been bouncing off the walls. You like Listen. ran around the mall. <laughs> we did couldn't control it. Going back to these holiday drinks, is it worth the cups? Yes, they're reusable. I mean, if you buy a drink, you're still during on that promotional day. I well, I bought one because how I, long did you wait in line for that cup? Ten minutes. That. Oh, that's way. Me, I waited ten minutes. I yeah. waited thirty-four minutes. Well, you you went to the wrong Starbucks, too. Uh, dude, it was literally I, or, or just the wrong the time. And, yeah, I mean, I was going at 8.30 in the morning because I had a meeting at 9.15. I was like, I'll get home. I went at 7. Yeah. I was 10 minutes late to my meeting. Great. So it actually took 45 minutes for me to get this freaking drink. But no, the worst part was I did like mobile order and like walked up. And we're standing in line outside because they were at capacity. And this guy comes up after me and he was like, why is there such a long line today? And they're like, uh, worker was like, oh, our holiday dreams came out today. Like, so everyone's trying to get the promotional cup. He's like, oh, okay. That seems reasonable. Like, I'm fine waiting. She goes back inside, gets somebody's drink, comes back out. He starts complaining. He's like, I should not have to stand in line and wait for these stupid drinks and these stupid cups. He was going on full Karen rant. What'd you call him that, Steven? Steven. Yeah, he went on a full Steven rant and demanded his coffee right then or there. Or a Michael. I feel like Steven's more applicable. Uh, you're he right. Like yeah. I think Todd is better. Oh, yeah. Every Steven I've met has been super chill. I like Todd. I don't know because my friends could tell me like a female version of a male version of a Karen is a Matthew. I'm like, I'm not like that. I, I'm really oh, not. There's too many Matthews. I can see though. That. Oh, yeah. I mean, There's too many Matthews. I, to be fair, I'm a Matos, so I could see being a David. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a Dave. Um, Dave. That's what. Not David. Dave. Yeah. He was a Dave for sure. Yeah, I just wasn't having. I was just sitting there, like on my phone, like texting my uh, the person I was having a meeting with. I was going to be late because I was at Starbucks being a basic person. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, he was just going off, and I was like, dude chill people want their cup and no one's had their coffee yet no one's having your nonsense i'm not even getting my tea because i'm drinking coffee doesn't matter told me i had to get coffee today like, i don't have time for your nonsense moral of the story don't be a dave right don't be during the holiday season don't be a dave don't be a karen and if those two happen to be married then oh <laughs> lord have mercy Buster demon souls. child waiting and, to happen. And their kids. They're gonna name their they're gonna name, the, they're gonna name their child Donald. Or Lucifer. Or or, or does, does does two negatives make a positive? 
Uh, I hope not. Actually, I hope so. There you go. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. <laughs> oh, listen. Interception. Joe Flacco okay. sucks. Um, easily. Anyway, but going back to the, the interceptions. I so my favorite drink of all time from Starbucks is the first. This is the first drink that I've ever had. There was a white jalka mocha. It has espresso in it. Espresso, sure. Okay, yeah. It's coffee, but it's a different form of coffee. Wait, hold on. Can you say the back and slow? What? Huh? What is espresso? It is a different form of coffee. Do we, do we have this conversation today where you told me it was not coffee? I never said it wasn't coffee. I never tried and I never said it wasn't coffee. Chris Fetch. But espresso yeah. is a different kind of coffee. I'm just saying, you just need a couple shots of it, not a whole pitcher of coffee. I usually like black coffee. You know, I'm that kind of guy. And Kevin, I'm going to call you out. You like IPAs. You should definitely like coffee. I don't like it IPAs. Is, I hate IPAs. Is, you've given, how, how many reviews have you given about APAs. IPAs? I've done how many, one IPA. How many reviews have I've you given about IPAs? One IPA and it tastes like an IPA. You did like been... three or four this summer, sir. What? Or no, I did two. I did. What are you talking about, man? I did the orange drinks at Dual IPA and then I did the like sour IPA that didn't taste you like should an IPA. Definitely like coffee. Definitely like coffee because it's I the same kind like of APAs. I it's hate a harsh IPAs. Taste. Yeah. I hate bitter well, things. I like sweet things. That's why I gave you the benefit of the doubt of the peppermint mocha because you're like, it's really sweet and it tastes like chocolate and like peppermint. I was like, okay, I can do that. I like both those it's things. a peppermint bark yeah yeah i like but there's also but there's also like caramel brulee latte which is a lot better to me there's a toasted white mocha which is iced which you'd probably like i'm just saying like just, but like just give it another chance mocha it tastes straight up like coffee with like a hint of pink uh i am telling peppermint. you kevin next listen okay I'm, I'm gonna tell you now if you don't like it if you don't like the toasted white mocha but like genuinely like hate it i'll pay for it like i'll give you the money back I'm still waiting for you to pay me anyway. <laughs> I, I we're not we're we're not talking about that right now. We're not talking <laughs> about that. Okay, will... 53 a.m. this morning. Espresso is a finer ground coffee bean made at a higher temperature. You said right. it was coffee. Yeah. yeah. I, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So okay. And then you, you made fun of me. my mom. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> I never said <laughs> you did. So uh, I'm glad Chris fact checked this. But <laughs> but Matt, I'm gonna take you up on your offer. I'm going to. Which one do you want me to try? The caramel brulee latte or the toasted white hot mocha? So it's up to you. The, to- the toasted white mocha is a nice frappuccino. It's a blended yeah. version. You okay. like it, I think. Okay. Like well, it. I'll make this deal with you. I'll try it this week or this weekend sometime. I'll get on the way to Starbucks on uh, or on the way to Taco on Saturday. I'll try it. If I don't like it, you pay for it. If I do like it, I'll say you're right. I'll review but it. But it has to be like I'll a... tell you you're right. It has to be a salad like two out of ten for you to hate it and for me to pay you. Like, I'm okay. just like, you really I, have to hate it. I, I will accept that. that you are going to like it. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I will, I will accept that. And we will talk about it next week on the pod and let people know that All you're right. wrong. Faux show. Faux show. All right. I like and it. And Bar will All continue right. to hate life. So it's fine. Yeah, don't, I I I love life. Okay. It's well, just... you're the one that's like food is food. No, shut up. It's not food. It's not just food. You have to appreciate food as a different taste. I do. I appreciate all foods. It doesn't you, matter what no, it is. You appreciate you, sir. Sauce. <laughs> right. You appreciate barbecue sauce on eggs. No. Okay. okay. That's, what you oh, that, that's only when I cook. Okay. But but when it better. Candy <laughs> made some bombas breakfast this morning. By the way, she made. Uh, some eggs, scrambled eggs with some seasoned pepper and avocados. Oh, that was so good. You're a seasoned pepper. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm but, spicy. I definitely anyway. feel like that's <laughs> Oh, okay. 
I, I said I'm spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was that noise? It sounded like an I ostrich. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard an ostrich before, so I can't really tell. That you. sounded like an ostrich. Nice. Chris has I mean, a pet one. When on I picture farm. an ostrich, I that's, did that's the sound that's coming out of it. <laughs> that one? <laughs> no, the, that's the, the one sound I'm of talking a wild about. Cardi B. A wild Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, since we're talking about Christmas, the NBA is a start date. It's not Christmas. It's December twenty second, but it's close enough. So, I mean, they That's are going to get pushed back. No, I, it's 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 settled, and they have to. They already signed it, seventy-two games. And if it is pushed back, they're not. They're probably not playing the season because of funds. Honestly speaking, I mean, baseball lost so much money from last year. They uh, did. Yeah, baseball does not come back over seventy percent capacity. I think they're going to fold. And I, I I don't see the NHL coming back unless they have fans coming in. Which yeah, they probably will. Because... So, I mean, you guys have to think about, like, the, the timeline of this vaccine. So, essentially, right now, and then it'll take into the third week of November to uh, do more studies and then prove it's only percent effectiveness even more. And then people wanted 50%, you know, just then now that we're here, it's actually pretty amazing to think about. And then by the end of the year, which is the start of these seasons, there should be people getting vaccines. Now, whether you decide to take it or not, I don't know. They might not allow fans right away. Um, they will probably, you know, maybe February, which is still good, which is still promising. So, not bad. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I think both the NHL and MLB will need 70% or more fans to keep operating. I think the MLB, by the time it starts in March, um, I... Yeah, baseball will be fine. For baseball will be fine because there's going to be billions of vaccines distributed um, I was, I was, well, I mean, almost a billion by March, maybe, but who knows? Yeah. I think they'll be okay. Maybe no fans the first month and then gradually fill it up. Maybe it'll be gradually like a 50% then 75, then a hundred by the summer. So yeah. who knows? Um, but like but NFL, I was going to say the NBA has like the shortest off season. It's 71 days. That's, that's, that's the shortest amazing. in history between any sport. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, some people haven't played since March, since the start of the pandemic. So that's like almost, that's nine months. But yeah, I think so, the Lakers, uh, the Heat, the Clippers. The Nuggets, I don't care about the Lakers. I really don't. Not the Clippers. We'll be fine. We'll be okay. They'll I be mean, fine. we're going to miss LeBron for a whole month. They'll, they'll be fine. Time. That's okay. That's fine. LeBron's turning 47. So, yeah. so I, I said 47. Thank you for not correcting me. All right, boys, boys and gals. Thank Three you for months away in. from his fifty-third birthday. Yeah, uh, what? He was Who? there when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth. Along uh, Tony Larusa, Tony Larusa, the drunk driver. Tony Larusa, yeah, the, the drunk driver that uh, yeah. that the Sox, the White Sox knew about. By the way, yeah, back in February. By the way, Chris, your 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 Halloween stories were absolutely fantastic. They were hilarious. Oh, Bart's recapping since he was yeah, here last recap week. from last last week. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, how you have to drive fifteen minutes to the next yeah. hour. <laughs> yeah. And that he hates chocolate. Oh yeah. And I don't he, think Chris. His, his, oh, there you go. I already Chris. forgot about those. His favorite Halloween candy was a Icy Juice Box. <laughs> I wasn't. My I respect that though. That wasn't my favorite. Okay, that was one of my favorites because it was like you were walking around for several hours and then there was 
you know, some Halloweens that it was so warm. So you're in this hot Halloween costume, you're just getting candy, and then there's this light at the end of the tunnel, and you get a drink, and it's high C orange. Like, I respect that. That was that was just like something that we all just look forward to to getting that drink, and we immediately all just pulled it out of our bags and just downed it. Like it it was it was special. It was, it was memorable. Like, it was a good time. Before we end Lightsabers this episode, gummies are where it's at though. Before we end this episode, it's obviously very warm right now in the Midwest, but we're going into cold season. Through. We're going into cuffing season. Exactly. We're going into cuffing season, I guess, for some people. Bart, a.k.a. Bart. Um, nope. <laughs> no, not for you? Okay, then, Kevin. Sorry. Uh, it's going to be cold. What are what are your top three soups? Go. Ooh, okay, soups. I would go first on this one. Yes, this end the episode. Top three soups. So I'm going to do the top three that I like to make, actually, Andy. Uh, number three, loaded potato soup. Nice and okay. simple. Nice. Filling, good, you know. Number two, chili. I love making some chili. Chili's delicious. Nice. Is wine. chili a soup? Is chili a soup? Yeah, it's absolutely yes. a soup. What else is it? Be? Okay, all right. I don't know what chili. It's, it's a sandwich. It's, that's like that's like asking. <laughs> <laughs> that's like asking. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, a hot dog is a fucking. No, a chili is like clearly a, a soup. sandwich. It's not a sandwich. A hot dog is a hot yeah. dog. No, we had this one conversation. Of the restaurants near me. It says hot. Do, like if you go on the menu, I'm it says it Chicago hot dog in parentheses sandwich only. It's a sandwich. End of discussion. I'm right. Okay. You're okay. not right. Uh, I actually we had this debate before, so we're not going to get into it. But I do agree with Chris. No. Um, but in all seriousness, I'm pretty impartial. Uh, <laughs> My number one favorite soup to make, and it's one of the best things I make, and I absolutely love it, white chicken chili. Oh, is white... that the one with cream cheese? Yeah. Okay. I make it with cream cheese, sour cream. Sour cream, that's what it is. So. Yeah, I don't make it with cream cheese. But yeah, no, I don't. It's sour cream. Oh. Um, okay. But then I put like lime juice and peppers in it, too. Mm, it's delicious. I'm about to make that next week. This week, I made Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden. It was turned out good. I need spicy Italian sausage, but you know it's fine. But anyways, those are my top three: loaded potato, chili, and white chicken chili. I wanted to ask you for next, but I really am curious as to what Bart has to say. <laughs> Barbecue soup. <laughs> I I love soup. I like. I don't discriminate soup. So oh, there you oh, go. This is going to be great. But fun. he's not going to give three. He doesn't discriminate, so that means it doesn't have to. Because three. I don't know what they're called. Oh my! Okay, Bart, describe, describe them. them. Describe them to me, and I will tell you. Go on, go on. <laughs> What's your favorite soup your mom makes? Describe the, it to me. The one with ingredients. The one with some eggs on it, and then it had barbecue sauce on top. Ramen. Ramen. <laughs> no man, I, 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 I mean, I guess my number one would be broccoli cheddar. Okay. There you go. Right there. Yeah. That, that is the name of it, so you are good. <laughs> I, I love just a classic chicken noodle. Okay, there you go. But a oh. Polish chicken noodle because American chicken noodle is not the same. Yes. Ooh, is chicken dumpling soup? No. Uh, it could be I if you like... broth base it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've had chicken dumpling soup before. and like I would say that's probably I have my too. favorite too. That would be my top three. I really, anyway. I don't know. 
You can think about your third one while Chris goes. Okay, I'm copying a bunch of you because they're just, I don't know. I, I just like those same ones that you guys do. Loaded potatoes is right there. Um, broccoli cheddar. You just can't go wrong with some cheesy soups. You really can't. The creaminess of both of them are just amazing. And there's something about broccoli in a soup that I just really like. <laughs> I never grew up like watching, or not watching, but eating a ton of broccoli but if it was broccoli cheddar i'd, I'd eat it i'd eat an entire pot like it was amazing um i'm big on chicken noodle i don't think there's a scenario where chicken noodle isn't a good option it's perfect uh, whenever you're sick chicken noodle right whenever it's nice cold, little chicken side noodle. yeah nice little side to a sandwich, i'll go with loaded noodle. potato with my third one as well too i can't right. think of another yeah i love some potatoes i love potatoes i nice love starch. soups and so- soups are are their their soups are great. They're amazing. I'm surprised we found a food that Bart likes. Yeah, honestly, my so soup is like I soup love is great. all food. I don't. I don't. What? I, but you don't have opinions on all food. You just love because all food. it all just is all just so good. I just love food in general. Well, yeah. there's some shitty there's some shitty food that I've tried, sir. Like tortilla is really good too. <laughs> okay, I was just gonna say oh. so. Honorable mention for me is lobster bisque. I've never had that. Uh, you look like a lobster bisque type of dude. I love lobster Ooh, bisque. Some corn soup. chowder. So good. Some chicken corn chowder. Ooh. Lamb chowder is so good, too. I need Jacoby <laughs> Myers to get touched on here. Um, anyway, yeah, so I my top three. So my top, my third one, uh, this is essentially, it is called Jurek. Um, Bart knows what I'm talking about. It is a sour soup. Uh, essentially, there's all types of ingredients in there. You put white uh, white sausage in there, bacon, ham, you cut it up. There's like packets, two packets that you throw in there. You hot water, you boil it up. See, um, how do you pick three? And then some horseradish. Uh, Kathy, my wife, makes abs- Oh my God, it is so good. It is so good. We just made some today. It is absolutely amazing. If y'all want to come over, we made a big ass pot. It's a community pot for Jurek. That's what it's called. Jurek. Literally, there's no translation but sour soup. That's what it's called. But it is amazing. It's not as sour as you guys might think it is. It's great. Two Some is people tomato. from where I come from consider a community pot where you go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of soup you making over there, Matt? That, that is that is another Please conversation around for, for different days. Um, number two is a homemade tomato soup by made by the one and only Kathy tomato, as well. Tomato soup is tomato soup. Oh, with some grilled cheese. Oh, but here, man. guys, hear me out. But like, what Kathy does is absolutely it is heavenly. She there's there's oh, before she even puts tomato in it, she grinds up bacon, onions, celery. Uh, there's cheddar in there. There's garlic. There's so much like in there and then she puts like the tomato the cream of tomato and whatever whatnot it is absolutely amazing it is so good and i love it and i love her for that it is awesome and then number one i don't listen chicken tortilla i think it's, it's on the it's between chicken tortilla and french onion i Ooh, love french, french onion soup. soup is so good french onion soup oh. is the best like There's i didn't so like it at soup. first but like and Kathy does this. Kathy loves French onion soup as well, but she doesn't eat the onions. Me neither. <laughs> I don't, me I neither. Don't I just I eat don't the, like, think... little cheesy. I chow down the onions. Oh, man. <laughs> Matt, 
come over. I'll go get some French onion soup, and then you can I'll get send the you that you up text later. Perfect, beautiful. <laughs> Appreciate. I don't you. think I've had a bad soup. I don't like mushrooms, and I love mushroom soup. Mushroom soup is that's considered wedding thing. soup in our culture. Essentially. That sounds disgusting. It's really oh, good, Kevin. It is so good. Well, I, I, I know that you don't like mushrooms, but you don't even taste the mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms either, and I I shovel. I honestly think my biggest issue with mushrooms is the appearance of them. They look nasty, and the texture is weird. Yeah, but right. I just swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, it's amazing. All right, boys and girls, thank you for turning in to episode Are number 40, 45. Uh, tuning in, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> listen, we have a big announcement. Christopher, would you like to say this announcement about? We have merch now. We have merch. We have merch. Tell tell us about the where they can get it. Because um, I really don't know. <laughs> you can find our merch. Uh, just search inside the minds at redbubble.com. Redbubble is a great site where you can just go and create your own merch. And that's what exactly what you've done. So if you've liked what you've heard today, please support our podcast with buying a little bit of merch and showing it off to your friends, your family, or whoever is interested in podcasts. We'd love for you to do that. Uh, yeah, it's a cool new stuff. thing. It is high quality stuff. We have stickers, we have magnets, we have iPad skins, we have phone cases, we have shirts, we have sweaters, we have mugs, we have uh, coasters for your mugs. Buy the coasters and the mugs together. We, we have, have water, water bottles. bottles. Yeah. We have clocks. We have pillows for your couch to throw on the floor. We have throw pillows. We have everything. Literally everything. And we can get more if there's something on there that you You suggest want. something yeah. that you want to wear. We have, we have masks. We do have masks to stay safe while you're in public. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I'm fucking Go check out. us out. We will be <laughs> tweeting that out, sending that on Instagram. On Instagram as well, I'll be uh, sending out different products every single day so you guys can get a sneak peek of it. So be sure to support the podcast by buying a little bit of merch, showing it off, and we will be Flip greatly it. appreciative. And if enough of you All buy of you. our merch... We might be doing some giveaways in the future, so please. Ooh, can we absolutely can? Yeah, we absolutely. might. We and might. And to get more info on this merch, Chris, tell the people where they can follow us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, ITM Pod, and also uh, you can also follow our new Red Bubble page and channel uh, to keep up with new merch that will be coming out in the future. Alrighty, boys and girls, have a good night. Have a great rest of your week.